Welcome to HXGN Radio. My name is Brian, and in today's podcast, we're discussing mining and autonomy. There's more to mining's autonomous future than just technology. Value creation, change management, and society in general are what keep Hexagon's Andrew Kroos busy when considering the right technology to drive the fast-coming age of attainable autonomy. Andrew, thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate being here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. And like we, we've been saying, we're in person and you know, it's nice to see the face-to-face sort of thing. And so I appreciate you coming in and, and taking the time to do this. So tell us about yourself, what you do and uh, what you're nerding out on. Yeah, sure. So, you know, it's, it's um, a lot of what we work on or what, what I've been working on the last few years is, is around enabling operational intent and autonomy. So actually bringing autonomy from proof of concept to reality. And I, I guess if I, in terms of nerding out, the, the thing that I really enjoy about this is this helped me really uh, travel the world and see some of the very unique places. So I, oh, nice. I, just a quick look, I've, I've been to about 41 countries in the last 10 years, wow. um, which just is uh, amazing because autonomy is taking off everywhere. Yeah. Um, from Australia or Chile, where it originated, um, throughout Canada, even Central Africa. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's incredible. So I'm, I'm assuming you're enjoying that, well, basically just, just seeing the world and experiencing new cultures. And do you enjoy doing that or are, do you like traveling? I guess some people don't really like it, but. Uh, you know, I, I probably am, am on the different spectrum of, of I like traveling to places that people don't go to. Yeah. So yeah, not necessarily the five star hotels as much, but maybe the the man camps in Central Africa or yeah. the the remote places where autonomy has initially taken off. That's cool. You know, some of the the best trips to different countries I've had is is when I've just been able to say, hey, let's let's hang out with some of the locals and just do whatever they do. Like I don't I don't care about the tourist destinations. Mm. I just want to go and you know live life with them. And and we did that a couple times, and it was that was the best experience. So I, absolutely. So yeah. I was with some uh, uh, friends recently that uh, have a mine in Gabon. Yeah, and. Um, there are only locals there. <laughs> so it, it's, it's quite a pleasure. In fact, uh, walking around Las Vegas with them was interesting because um, we, you know, we had a conversation where, yeah, we have just as much fun in, in Moana Gabon as we do in Las Vegas. I love it. <laughs> That's great. So how did you come to Hexagon originally? Yeah, so I was working for a, a university, University College Dublin in Ireland, and uh, was looking at different things of taking technology to market. Um, and then some people that I'd worked with in the industry, some friends, Asked me to come to Hexagon, said there was something unique and special going on here, mm-hmm. and I'm glad they brought me in. Yeah, it's great. And you've been with the company for? Five years. Five years. Okay, good. I, I was just saying, I love the longevity I keep hearing from various people coming in and talking, and it's just like, you know, hey, clearly people love working for Hexagon. Yeah, it's and a great being a company. part of it. It's awesome. All right, well, let's talk about mines. So we know that uh, every, every mine is very unique, obviously, but what are some of the common questions that companies should be asking before they embark you know, on an autonomous program, even with their uniquenesses? Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of um, autonomy today is, is that sort of second generation moving past the proof of concepts or the initial legacy systems and really making sure that you have a system that's going to deliver results. You know, do you have a business objective for your autonomous program? Is it aligned to production and revenue? Um, have you engaged all of the stakeholders in the process? Because it's, it's not a proof of concept in a, in an isolated area, but it's something that's going to impact the entire operation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, effectively, do you have operational intent for your autonomy? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So now is there a, is there a typical roadmap that they should be following of some kind? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it really starts with an autonomous feasibility study and, and that's going in and, and reviewing your plans and reviewing your, your mine method in your mining uh, program and your operations and determine is it feasible to go to autonomous. And this, this comes into different factors, say the life of mine or the life of your equipment. Um, and then the next step is typically they look at a technological readiness. So what's the footprint of technology that we can use? You know, perhaps they have an existing uh, manned 
fleet management system or a manned collision avoidance system that we could build on top of. And that makes the journey easier. Or perhaps we need to do a multi-year plan to, to build up that, that technological base to get them. Uh, then you look at the operational readiness. You know, have they gone through all of the different um, change management training? Uh, this, the societal readiness, which is huge. I mean, we, we're changing the world with autonomy. Yeah. And we have to take the world along with us on that journey. Um, and yeah. then finally, you know, doing the business case and you know, yeah. really making sure this makes business sense. Good. Excellent. What about some of the key principles to follow then, you know, in addition to the roadmap? And if, you know, if a company's obviously they want to achieve lasting value from their autonomous program, what are some of those key principles that they should implement and follow? You know, like any investment, you really want to match the operational program to the business case and the ROI. So making sure that you have the technology plan to, to see through the ROI, um, that you're going to go the five years, that you have the commitment to it. Um, that you've built the staff, you've trained it, you've, you've put it into an a, a operational state to be sustained through the operation. So a, a big one in that regard is really just making sure that it has um, an operational handover milestone that's set in place. I mean, a lot of them get stuck in, in a project phase sure. um, because they haven't thought through the early stuff of, well, how is this going to go live? Mm-hmm. Um, but going live is the goal. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm just kind of curious on the side, like if we if we don't implement some of these principles and, and this roadmap, what's happening? What's going to happen? Absolutely. So, um, you know, there's all sorts of things that can happen, negative consequences. So especially in some of the places that, uh, that mining operates are very remote. And um, in some places like, say, for example, South Africa, there's very high unemployment. Mm. And so if you do not take the, the local stakeholders on the autonomous journey with you, you risk, you know, the backlash of strikes or, mm. or you know, community unrest. And that's, yeah. that's never a good thing. You know, autonomy is there to, to help humanity. Exactly. Um, you know, other things in terms of, of operational handoff. Um, so if you're, you know, in the operations department, not the project department, and you don't have an operational plan to hand it over, well, then it's viewed as just one more task that you're giving the operations management. Yeah. And, and nobody likes more work. Yeah. Um, so you have to go in with that intent and that plan and saying, well, this is what happens once we go live. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, it makes sense. And you're right about the, the well, and, and autonomy too is supposed to assist, not take the place necessarily. Well, I mean, I guess it takes the place of certain things, but then it allows you to be more you know, efficient with other things. A- absolutely. The, the, you know, the repetitive tasks. Yes. Yes. For example, long haulage mm-hmm. is, a, is a repetitive task. You could have a eight to 12 hour shift. Yeah. Driving the same haul roads. Yep. 24-7, middle of the night. Yep. It's not necessarily a safe. That's, that's why we sell collision avoidance and fatigue mm-hmm. monitoring solutions. And by taking that task and automating it, we're making it safer. You know, we're, we're taking people out of a, what can be an unsafe task, mm-hmm. and, but we're creating other jobs, engineering jobs, uh, you know, supporting the system. So for people that are not that familiar with the mining industry, talk about the dangers of some of the you know, the, the trucks basically, you know, talk about the size, the dangers, catastrophic situations and that kind of thing, which is why, you know, you've implemented these autonomous situations and, you know, safety procedures and everything like that. Absolutely. So if you look at, you know, some of the solutions Hexagon sells to the mining industry, for example, the IDS slope monitoring radars mm-hmm. is a great example, um, you know, slope failure. So the, the steeper you can make a mine wall, the less it costs because, you know, you have to move less waste mm-hmm. to, uh, to get to the ore. Um, but the challenge is, you know, the steeper it is, the more likely it is to fail. So we have a great technology in IDS that, that monitors the slopes from, you know, many kilometers away. Now, 
if you have a situation, say, that that could be a, a present danger, you, you can look at teleremote shovels or autonomy in dozers. You can look at autonomous haul trucks, and suddenly you've removed people from a slope that could potentially fail sure. while still mining. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Hexagon has some recent partnerships with Volvo, MRL, and Libre. These obviously help to advance the industry towards an autonomous future. So talk about that a little bit and talk about where that's, where that's going. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you've got two types of different um, partnerships there. So Volvo and Libre are original equipment manufacturers of, of the trucks and, and shovels and other, other solutions. And it's, it's nice partnering with these industry, you know, really stars because they allow us to start to build a standard in autonomy. Um, you know, it's, it's all about having an interoperable system. So working with them allows us to build the protocols and start to get the critical mass of these protocols out there so that we can have interoperable autonomy. And that's, that's massive for the market. And then MRL, you know, I, I love the way they say they move mountains. Mm. And so it's great working with a partner that has operational intent baked into their tagline, yeah. into their slogan. Yeah. You know, that, you know, when they say they move mountains to, to put a mine in, well, <laughs> then that, that sets the tone for how we do the project. Yeah. Nice. Well, let's talk about local communities. How can they be empowered in an autonomous project? Absolutely. So a great example of that is a project we did in South Africa on a semi-autonomous mine where the local community um, was feeling less than enfranchised in the, uh, you know, in the process. And, um, you know, South Africa has, has historically high unemployment. Yeah. And we worked with uh, the mine and the community, and we actually uh, set up a business to do the, the ground zero, the boots on the ground support of our, our semi-autonomous system. So not that we have high failure rate, but, you know, if a, a rock falls on a cable and it needs to be, and it breaks, or, or something happens to the system where it needs to be fixed mm-hmm. in the mine on the ground. Mm-hmm. So we, we partnered, we helped establish a business um, with the local community um, and employed people. We gave them training and they do that ground zero work for the mine. That's that, awesome. We couldn't necessarily do because of the location, yeah. And the mine wasn't really looking to do because it was extra extra tasks to put onto their staff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great! I love that though. You're you're working with the local community. You're giving jobs. You know, you're you're giving opportunities, and you're also utilizing their talent. That, like you said, you you don't really have or don't really want to find at that point, just because of the capacity. You're already at capacity with that, so that's that's wonderful. Well, it's a triple win. Yeah, you know, it's a win for us because you know establishing a a local support that close to that remote area is yeah. hard. It's a win for the community because we're establishing a new business there. Yeah. And it's a win for the mine because they're able to have a better supported system yeah. with that new company. Are you seeing these communities flourish f- through these opportunities that you're giving them? Absolutely. You know, okay. it, it really brings a new skill set and a higher skill set to, to a community. Nice. Um, so these are, you know, now they're fully trained and skilled on as an autonomous sure. um, hardware technician. Opportunities they wouldn't have had otherwise. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. That's really, really neat. All right. So what's coming in the future? What can we expect more from Hexagon and also the role in autonomous mining projects? Absolutely. So, I mean, what we're really looking for is scale. Okay. It is the ability to um, scale up and move fast. So if we were to say, look at our, you know, break by wire, speed by wire solution, uh, we went from one mine um, that won a, actually a, a Hexagon Innovation Award at, at Alive several years ago, six years ago. And that one mine helped us partner and, and build the technology in the proof case. Uh, but in the last 24 months, we went from one mine with, you know, a handful of trucks to 10 mines on four continents and 500 haul trucks. Mm. So to scale the business and scale autonomy, 
is the challenge if you want to have, yeah. uh, you know, if you want to automate the world. Yeah, oh, that's great. Well, where can we go to learn more about what you're doing? And also, if you have any final thoughts too, please share them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, first, always just reach out to me. Okay. Contact me on LinkedIn. Happy to have a chat. Awesome. Because, um, you know, I love autonomy, love Hexagon, love our tech stack and love talking about it. Um, you know, the next thing, obviously, the, the Hexagon Mining website and the Hexagon website, we've got a lot of great content. Um, we've got a lot of great information, whether it's small information articles all the way through, um, even sitting down with our experts and, and working with our advisors to take your mind autonomous. Glorious. Well, Andrew, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you for sharing all this and taking the time today. Cool. Thank you. Andrew Kroos, VP, Autonomous Hexagons Mining Division. Thank you so much for joining us here today on HXGN Radio. For more information and also to listen to additional episodes, head over to iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. And you can visit hxgnspotlight.com for more stories and more information from Hexagon. Thank you again for listening and have a great day. 